There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Baton Rouge, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is in the hizzy. Kelly, how you doing? You good? You all right? I'm good, man. It's pretty good. frantic. Pretty frantic first hour with all that stuff we got there. Yeah, we just rolled through a lot that last segment. So here's the thing: we got a bunch of baseball here. Paul Spore coming up. Mark Borchard here momentarily. Uh, I did not make any baseball bets this year at all till we got to that run with the Atlanta Braves to win the NL East. And this gets back to some of the things we were talking about with Drew about how. You got to really know what sports are working for you, what aren't. You also have to know what times of year work for you, what times don't. You also have to know when one sport works and then goes away, and it doesn't work for you as much anymore. All of these things, part of the alchemy uh, of being a sports better, and you really can't get married to anything. Again, five years ago, if you asked me, what's your favorite sport to bet? It was baseball first, and everything else was a distant second. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, but even five years ago, that was the case. But then as starting pitchers got taken out generally earlier in games, I moved a little bit away from baseball and then entirely away until I saw opportunities late in the the year. So anyway, this year here at the end, as you know, had Braves bets to win the NL East, had Braves bets to win the World Series. Here's a sort of graphic uh, visual of that. 17 different NL East bets to win uh, for the Braves, and then the six future, excuse me, seven futures bets on the uh, uh, the Braves to win the World Series. Those are already marked as losses. Obviously, they get ousted by the Phillies in the division series. Now, as the playoffs have gone on, I have made series bets and individual bets. The wild card round was awesome, and here's a visual representation of the wild card round. Two series bets, both Seattle and San Diego, as underdogs got there. Adjusted series price on the Cardinals uh, in in series, if you will, did not. And then you see more green check marks there than uh, than red X's. Now the wild card round was great. Now the division round wasn't as great. Division round wasn't as great, but we still have one pending. If you look at the series bets in the division round, San Diego did get home plus one eighty four. Cleveland still pending tonight, and while it's still more red X's than uh, green check marks, again, we're, we're really going underdogs mostly and very short favorites. Like, that's the whole thing. So in the end, all of it, 38.18 units up. That's including the Braves World Series bets that have lost. 38.18 units up. That's a great season. So again, it, it's it's more of a testament to knowing what works and knowing when you're when you don't have any advantage whatsoever in a sport. Now here's what's still pending. 
The Guardians are still pending from the division series, plus 192 to beat the Yankees. I've already bet the Padres to win the NLCS against the Phillies. That's minus 125. And I did, I do have bets, one on the Padres tonight against the Phillies at minus 112 in game one of that series. And sadly, I have a very bad number on the Guardians, Kelly, in game five, in addition to my series bet there, because it was a rainout yesterday. And so it gets delayed. And so, by the way, I would have gotten a much better price on Cleveland today. That delay of a, of a day, theoretically, and we're going to ask Mark Borchard now about this as we as we join Mark Borchard from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert, basewinner, basewinner.com, at basewinner on Twitter. Um, theoretically, the Yankees benefit because they get now they get a full bullpen. They get possibly a one-inning performance, maybe, if not more, from Garrett Cole, who would not have been able to go yesterday. Maybe, maybe the Yankees want Garrett Cole to go all mad bum on the, uh, on the Guardians. Guardians have the possibility of using Shane Bieber. All this information coming in now. What are they going to do? Mark Borchard joins us. And Mark, I'm curious, do you feel like that rainout significantly helps the Yankees? The market seems to think so. I don't. I think that there's probably a little bit of an edge. They could, I mean, if he could pitch Cole one inning and he's he's Garrett Cole, like he was the other night or he has been in, in a lot of spots this season, then then maybe there's a little bit of an edge. But, uh, you know, I think this Cleveland bullpen would, would stack up. I'd take Class A over, over Garrett Cole, relieving personally. Um, so no, I don't. I don't think it really gives him that that big of a deal. And, it, and it's it's looking listed now that Savale versus Cortez is that official now. So the Cleveland's going to go with Savale as they were in Game Four. Yankees obviously shifting to court uh, to Nestor Cortez now. Yeah, no, I have it. I have it priced up at uh, Cortez versus Savale. I, I think that for for me, I would I would play the Indians here if I didn't have a a, a bet on this on the series, and I've got the. Indians plus 175, and, and you do too. So I, I, you, I think you elected to pile on a little bit. I I'm did. not. I'm, I'm t- a piler on her. Yep. Yeah, you're going to pile on this one. I, I, gosh, and I'm tempted really because, you know, one of the interesting things is you're looking at like last 150 plate appearances from the four starters today, and Wheeler's up at 22.7%. Darvish is good, 26.7%. Cortez isn't bad at 26%. But the highest guy uh, strikeout percentage over the last 150 batters he's faced is Aaron Savale at 28%. And you wouldn't think that, I think, given given these four pitchers. So uh, I think I have it priced really as a pick'em game. I actually have Cleveland at minus 104. So Let's go. You know, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that 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 kind of kind of gives value. Uh, with the guardians here. So, so even, yeah, even I, with that, you don't want to pile on though, even with that number. No, because I mean, I think that they, I just have that good, that good number. I'll take that. Um, yeah. You know, and just kind of, kind of rooted in, you I, know, I, no it, problem yeah. with it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about the Phillies and the Padres before we get to a hypothetical ALCS against the Astros, by the way, the Astros also beneficiaries because of the crunched schedule and the quick turnaround to play in Houston in game one, uh, which would be tomorrow. What about the National League Championship Series between the Padres and the Phillies? I've already bet the Padres here. I got them a little shorter than what we're showing here at minus 135, currently at BetMGM. How do you feel about this series? Yeah, I, th- I think that from a pricing standpoint, and this kind of takes in larger sample sizes of numbers, I've got the the Padres at minus 143, so I'm, I'm kind of teetering on a on a series play for the Padres, I, I, I tell you what, I think that that's the way to go if you go here. Uh, I don't know what you got the, the Padres at. I think they're in the market right now at like minus 120. So uh, that would indicate value based on the way I have it priced. 
I, I think what's interesting with this Padres team is is their bullpen and and uh, you know, Philly, if you look at the raw K percentage in the playoffs, Philly's bullpen 33.3%. You'd say, well, that's better than the Padres. They're at 29.2%. But I, 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 I kind of go a little bit deeper into the, into the, the numbers. I like to use swinging strike percentage as kind of a, uh, an indicator on where, where the bullpen's going. And, and they're expected, the, the Padres' expected strikeout percentage based on the swinging strike percentage is at 30.1%. Uh, I also do balls divided by pitches, which gives me an expected uh, walk percentage. And in the playoffs, they're at 5.8 there. Minus 125 is the number I got in the series. Minus 112 game one to answer your question about the Padres. Did we lose yeah, Mark? Yeah, okay, we got Mark back. His, his, his video is frozen, but we still have Mark. Uh, we, we can still hear Mark. Okay. Uh, Mark, so let's talk hypothetical ALCS. Houston against the Yankees. Houston against the Cleveland Guardians. What do you sort of anticipate those numbers being? What are you sort of hoping to to bet on, given the possibilities here? Well, it's going to be hard for me, Gil, because I, I can tell you right now, I haven't really priced it out because of the way the pitching, I, I don't know where the pitching is going to be uh, for each particular game, but I, I, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to show value either on Cleveland or the Yankees. But this this Houston team is just like peaking at the right time. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at if you you talk about expected strikeout percentage for this Houston bullpen, that's the best best in the playoffs so far. Thirty seven point eight expected strikeout percentage. So I don't feel like really stepping in front of the Houston team. I, I can tell you that I think the models just know my model, and I, although I haven't priced the pitchers, and I'll make a difference. You know how they're going to do. And the other thing is you got to think about Houston is is like they're lined up. These these guys are fighting, and they're going to use all these. These pitchers and you know they're waiting in rainouts and and they're they're expending all this energy and Houston's just just waiting and just laying in wait there uh, at Minute Maid Park and I I just as much as I don't I mean I don't like Houston I don't think anybody does like personally I don't <laughs> like Houston you know as much as I want to bet on them they're peaking at the right time so I think they're going to be hard play against you I'm gonna I'm gonna go deeper into this with Paul Spore later um, but I wh- what about the notion this question Jeff Parlay and I have been talking about this since his Mets got ousted. This notion about the sport, let's go beyond betting for a second, just a little sports talk radio here for 90 seconds. The notion that the Mets, the Dodgers, and perhaps the Yankees can all be bounced here uh, as early as before even the championship series. In the end, is that a net positive or a net negative for the sport of baseball? I think it's a net, personally, I think it's a net positive. I think I think that variety is good. I think that the that for each of these markets, like the San Diego market, like how exciting is that for for a smaller market team? Uh, for me personally, I think it's a it's a benefit. You know, there's there's no way around this, Gil. It, it, the only way you can you can ensure the best teams are going to win in the playoffs or to extend the playoff series to you know 21 games. I mean, you guys have talked about it for hockey. You guys have talked about it for baseball, and that's not realistic and it's not going to happen. So you got to just take into account, hey, there's going to be some variance in these series, and just kind of enjoy the variance. I think, in my opinion, it's great for the markets that are still in it. No question about it. Um, but for, for me, and, I'll, and again, I'll get into this a little more later, for me, it's the juxtaposition of 162 games, right? No other sport has this. 162 games to determine a postseason, and then an increasingly volatile, uh, high-variance postseason format that renders the 162 games less meaningful. 
And I've said for many years, the, the ever-widening chasm between the haves and the have-nots, you have all of those things happening at the same time, and it seems incongruent to use that word, I guess is what I'm getting at. It's an interesting thought exercise, though, because I think people are feel strongly one way or the other on that. Mark? Yeah, and the only, the only way to ensure it, Gil, is to have a 21-game series in Arizona in October, which I'm all for, because I'll go to all 21 games. <laughs> there you go. All right, Mark Borchett, everybody, at base winner. Talk a little bit more about this, uh, because I have some historical backup on this. Coming back, we'll talk some more football. Oh, college football guessing lines with Kelly next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game. Don't forget, VSIN Pro subscribers get access to the best betting talent in the game. If you haven't subscribed yet, VSIN has a midseason offer to make you a smarter better. Sign up now for just $99 to get VSIN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. You'll get everything VSIN has to offer, including our 24 7 live shows and subscriber only betting guides to college bowl season and the Super Bowl, all for less than the normal monthly rate. You also get VSIN subscriber only season prep guides to the NHL, NBA, and World Cup. That's subscriber only, y'all the best bet in the game. $99 for VEASAN Pro now through the Super Bowl. Sign up at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We get tweets at Beating the Book. The uh, ever-increasingly funny numbers game audience. This is from, I guess, Drew said Russell uh, Wilson was playing for the yes, Lakers. Did, yeah. Russell Westbrook, so so was we didn't have enough time to correct him. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Well, we <laughs> you did. got the point. <laughs> I was going to correct him, but I never really got a chance to. Uh, Len Glosnensky, Glosnensky, I hope I'm not, I'm not pronouncing that all right. Len Glauzenski. <laughs> Gil, your pro tip about, uh, about he says b-ball, specifically talking about football, but also basketball. Too. He said it's right on target, having tracked over 2,000 games in the last four years. The correct time is always later, towards the 10-minute mark in the fourth quarter. Close games tend to be easier to handicap in play. Uh, angriest guy in New Jersey. Do we want to read a tweet from him today, Kelly? Sure. I mean, I don't know. I could create a show just reading every tweet he sends at us, but... Angriest guy in New Jersey. You always got to use a little caution. Yeah. He has this to chime in on the pro tip. He says, Gil, thanks for pointing that out. Here's my pro tip. If you don't know that by now, you shouldn't be gambling, <laughs> especially in-game. <laughs> I love him so much. We got, so a wide, we got a wide range of people in this audience, Listen, man. We got to appeal to everybody. Angriest guy in New Jersey. Maybe not everybody's as smart as you are. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Neil S. But you know what's my favorite part about yeah. him, Gil? Is that he, he'll tweet you and I individually yes. separately. What I like about him, though, is that he does cut. Like, if I, if I poke fun at him, then he's like, okay, you're right. I, I went too far. <laughs> uh, Neil S. 
Gil, can you speak to the Yankees today? I followed you on Guardians at plus 190 for series. Stick with that or hedge out with the Yankees today. I think we spoke about that with Mark Borch. I'm sure this tweet came Gil, yet. doubling down. It, 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 the tweet came before that segment. Yeah, Mark Borchard has it as a coin flip today. Honestly, if he has it as a coin flip, he ought to be betting that game too, quite frankly, in addition to the series. Wait, I, to clarify, because so, I don't think I wrote these down. What, so what number do you have on today's game on Guardians? I will tell you exactly. Oh, sorry. And Padres game one you're on as well, right? I have the Padres for the series, the NLCS at minus 125. I have the Padres for game one at minus 112. I have the Guardians for the series from way back at plus 192. I have the Guardians, sadly from yesterday at plus 135, not nearly as good a number as there is today in the Savali-Cortez matchup. Okay. You'll so, live with it. I'll live with it. Well, I gotta live be, with it. Yeah. There's no, no giving back on that. Uh, Bill Hooker, is Dusty Baker performing prostate exams in the dugout? I don't know what that's about, Kelly, but I just figured I'd read it. Yeah, I don't know either. You know what's amazing about Dusty Baker, though? How he takes that toothpick and he just rolls it around and he never stabs himself in it? You ever notice? Oh, got to be careful with toothpicks. Got to yep. be careful with the toothpicks. Uh, real quick on the baseball thing, because we will get to this with Spore, too, right? Should I belabor the point now, or because I'm going to talk about it again later? Let me just say one thing yeah. about that. I, I, do think it is a, I do think it is a fascinating non-sports betting thought exercise about that. Baseball specifically, 162 games, right, of a regular season, juxtaposed then against an ever-diminishing Best of whatever playoffs, so best of three, best of five. Yes, there was a wild card game. I guess what I'm saying is this. When the Giants won World Series, let's say, back in 2010, 2012, 2014, yes, it was great for San Francisco, but those years, baseball wasn't, they, they weren't knocking off, let's put it this way, there weren't like 105-plus win teams at the time. Right. So there weren't any Goliaths that didn't get to the promised land. And as a matter of fact, can we, can we show the, the, the graphic we had before since I'm into it? I'm sorry, Kelly. Just hey, no, sort, of, sort of ad-libbing. This, you know, I went back 20 years in baseball. 20 years now. The last 20 years of baseball. And if you go back, we should actually do it from the other direction, from, from the earlier games. But if you go back 20 years, every team, and here they are, and if, by the way, if, if a year is not listed, that means there were no 100-win teams. But essentially, if you got to, you know, 100 wins... It's in 2003, Yankees won 101. They got to the World Series. They lost. 2004, Cardinals won 105. They got to the World Series and lost. 2005, 2008, topped out with 100 wins. 2009, Yankees had 103. They won the World Series. The Phillies did have a 102-win team that didn't get to the World Series in 2011. 100-win Cardinals team in 2015 didn't get anywhere. The Cubs won 103 in 2016. They won the World Series. Then in 2017... The Dodgers lost the World Series after having won 104. Anyway, the point of all of this, as we get to the last few years, is that if you won a lot of games, you got far in the postseason, right? Now, this could be a historical anomaly. 2018, Boston won the most, 108. They won the World Series. 2019, Houston won the most, 107. They lost the World Series. The strike-shortened year, not the strike-shortened year, but the pandemic year, when there was only 60 games, the Dodgers won 43, the Rays won 40. They were the only two teams to win 40 out of 60 games. They met in the World Series, Dodgers beat them. But then the last two years, right, the Giants, 107, got ousted by a 106 Dodgers team on the check swing that was not called. And we had an 88-win team last year in Atlanta beat a 95-win team in the Astros. All right, well, that's one year. Maybe it's a historical anomaly. But now this year it's really pronounced. Because you have the Dodgers who won 111, the Astros who won 106, the Braves 101, the Mets 101. Only Houston, maybe, after tonight, we'll see if the Yankees, at, you know, with 99 wins can get there. But of the 100-plus win teams, teams, only Houston's still alive. And my, my attitude is, from betting, it's great, right? I'm still making money betting. 
It's not a betting question. And I get like the Joshians of the world are like, well, it's about the money. I know it's about the money, but that's not what we're talking about. That's a straw man's argument. I'm just saying, is, the, is it net positive for baseball in the long term for the veracity, for, for the viability of this sport, for that, for you to have so many games in a regular season feel so empty if you're just going to knock out those teams in a best of three or a best of five? Yeah, it's, I don't really get it all. It's just a health for the sport question. I'm that guy that's like, cut down the regular season to 100 games and do whatever the hell you want yeah, with the playoffs. they're not doing that. I know they're not. But... I'll ask Spore. Spore may shoot. I have a feeling Spore. My prediction is that Spore will be like, it's great for the game. That's my, that's my prediction. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the greatest named segment of them all. Kelly Bidlin, guessing college football lives. Fired up, baby. College football today. Step aside. No way. I got to step aside, man. I don't know. But you're, but you're a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, smarty pants. What do we got? Ole Miss LSU. I told, I texted you last night. I was feeling good about these until I got to the Mountain West game, uh, Conference games again. By Thanks, way, Wyatt. These are leading to betting wins, we should point out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There has been some. There's uh, a pinnacle wins. lean. There's also a Kelly Bidlin lean. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. You got to take that all into account. So what's up first? Ole Miss. <laughs> Old Miss oh, and LSU. Big graphic on the You're screen. not even paying attention. I got my notes, man. I'm sorry. I got my notes in front of me. What do you Old got? Old Miss, LSU. Okay. LSU, big win at Florida. Jaden Daniels, not to be confused with Jalen Daniels. Correct. Because definitely didn't do that at all this no, year, No, not at all. Looking healthier and better <laughs> at LSU. Well, man, if this was a night game, it'd be even a bigger deal. But I'm going to say LSU pick them. LSU pick them is my guess on this game. Isaiah's going to kill me because I didn't give my... The guest first, so now it's going to take a couple seconds for the MGM line to LS, populate. LSU only favored by a point and a half. Nice job, Kelly Bidlin. Oh, there we go. All, all right. right, all right. Jaden with LSU, formerly ASU. Jalen, Kansas. TCU and Kansas State. Let's go, TCU. Get me home with that uh, Max Duggan uh, Heisman. TCU, seven and a half at this game. Laying a lot of points as they host Kansas State. Like you said, they've got a Heisman winning uh, quarterback there, so they got to be big favorites in this game. I don't know if he's Heisman winning. Got to expect yeah. a lot of points. Got to expect a lot of points. TCU, seven and a half. <laughs> and the answer is TCU is only a three and a half point favorite. Oh, man. A lot yeah. of value there. A lot of value there. Again. <laughs> a lot of value on the Horn Frogs. That's it. That's, that's what this whole exercise is supposed to do. See, uh, you know, NFL guessing lines, very serious. This is even more serious. Uh, how about let's go to the uh, Pac-12. Arizona State and Stanford. Oh, this is a spectacular football game, Kelly. Arizona State, Stanford. I made this Arizona State 3. See, I keep up on my news. And I've heard that Emory Jones is going to start this week for Arizona State, I believe. <laughs> Emory Jones, formerly of Florida. Yes. That's He's got some wheels, Gil. He's got some wheels. <laughs> he does. Stanford team's terrible. Anything to say about David Shaw while you're at it? No. <laughs> no He's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. The Stanford team's terrible. And check out this spot. Bad, horrible spot, Gil, for Stanford. Oh, okay. Coming off the Notre Dame win? Yeah. I didn't even catch that on Saturday. Uh, How do you lose to Stanford outright? I don't know. But coming off that win, got to come back to host Arizona State. I think they got UCLA or USC, one of those L.A. teams after this. Bad sandwich spot. So I'm going with, uh, what did I say, Arizona State 3. Arizona State 3 on this game. Stanford's a three-point favorite. Sorry, buddy. Wrong team favorite. Oh, boy. Wrong team favorite, according wrong, to Kelly Bidlin. Wrong team's favorite. Two more. What do you got? How about, oh, we, we threw this one in just to, to mess you up. San Jose State at New Mexico State. Good Look, luck. I'm so sick of these games. <laughs> Wyatt. I don't, this, I, I, 
this one, even, I didn't this write one down might have any been. notes for this. I put San Jose, San Jose, San Jose State minus twenty eight. Yeah, this one might have been my choice, not Wyatt's. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spartans minus twenty eight. They're minus twenty one and a half favorites. Not so bad. Oh, okay. All, All right. right. And then finally, finally, we doing the timing for the crew downstairs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah Kansas at Baylor. Speaking of Kansas, Kansas at Baylor. Good game. Yeah, this one I made Baylor three and a half. I totally thought they won that game last week against West Virginia until I went and checked back the final score. Incorrect. West Virginia did win that game. Uh, Kansas unraveling two losses in a row. <laughs> I think I think the other Daniels kid's supposed to be out. Baylor minus three and a half. Being in, Daniels out. Baylor actually an eight and a half point. Favorite. Eight and a half. Wow, okay. All right. Kelly Bidlin, bet accordingly, everybody. Extracting value at college football line. Speaking of college football, Pete Futak. I got things to say about Nick Saban next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game right here at VSIN, the sports betting network. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. We get tweets at beating the book. This is from uh, John Coyne, not Giamatti. When a uh, one or two seed gets bounced in the early round of the NCAA tournament, everyone rejoices in the Cinderella story. But God forbid a New York or L.A. team with a payroll five times their opponent gets ousted. So unfair. But John Coyne, not Giamatti, again, the point, what I'm, what, the point that I'm making is it's 162 games. That seems to be the element lost in this discussion. It's 162 games. I am not pro-big market. I'm just for if you're playing that many regular season games and then you are diminishing the playoffs, that is the incongruence I'm talking about. The NCAA basketball season, not nearly as close, you know, not nearly close to 162 games. So, you know, you're in the 30s in a regular season there. So all the more fun as far as my perspective. That's the thing that that's different in the baseball uh, discussion. Ryan Hyatt, no lines have been properly guessed until Kelly guesses college football lines with Gill on Vason. Everything else is just a sad, pitiful attempt at analysis. How about that, Kelly? <laughs> I, Chris, I agree, Ryan Hyatt. Chris Heath, on the other hand, does not like your college football guessing lines, nor our power ratings in the NFL. All right. Uh, this is from Rice. Says, uh, Gil, you mentioned your baseball profits, but did you not mention a five-figure wager on Otani to win the MB- MVP before the season? Uh, Rye, you're correct. I bet Otani, but where'd you get the five figures from? No one bet five figures on that. I think you're thinking of another guy who's on this show. I did have a bet on Otani. And by the way, yes, you are correct. Uh, my preseason bets, awards bets, terrible. Terrible. And Otani was, was cheap among them. So, yes, absolutely that. Oh, we have one more here. I wanted to mention this one. I skipped one. Raymond Edmond. Um, I'm sad, kind of sad you're not going to grill Brandon Staley's decision to drain the clock with three timeouts. Oh, and on the prostate thing with Dusty Baker, he's talking about the black doctor gloves that he wears every game. Okay, mm. I understand the prostate thing. Yes, um, that is true. I, I When I was going through the recap of that game in the first segment, you are right. Um, you are right, uh, Raymond Edmond. Sorry about that. That When I said there was a conundrum for the uh, Chargers, there was only a conundrum because they did, it was a conundrum because if they didn't get it there, then they were giving the Broncos back the ball in a favorable situation. So it was fourth and one with 27 seconds left at their own 43. They could have used timeouts. But I kind of correctly didn't. So I'm not really going to grill Brandon Staley for that. I think that's what you're talking about. I don't think I need to grill him for that. Grilled him for other things, by the way, but not for that. Let's talk some college football. Pete Futak from College Football News is here. How you doing, Peter? 
I'll give you your 162 argument. I am the guy who literally, I mean, there's so many sporting events going on at all times now. I literally probably didn't watch nine innings of baseball all year, but I will be gripped to every single second and every pitch of every playoff game because this is when it's fun. This is when it matters. I don't care what you did before. And I know, you know, we all bet on it. We all care, but NBA, uh, I know it's fun tonight and I, I do enjoy it a little bit more, but I'll see you in May. Like, you don't really need to watch because yeah. the, the playoffs are so awesome in May. I will watch every single second but of these that. Are, but these but are all kidding. different arguments from the one I'm I'm putting forth, right? In other words, betting, is it, is it still great for betting? Yes. Is oh, it yeah. still great yeah. for drama? Yeah. Yes. Joe yes. Sheehan, oh, it's about the money. Yes. But that's not the, that's not the point. I'm just saying for, for people who love baseball, for people who love baseball and you want your sport to be the greatest ever, yep. does this, like... It does. It is different from every other sport in that sense, look, right? Because it does diminish this massive six-month thing. Look, my sport has the dumbest. You know, oh, protein. sure it does. My, my sport's got the exhibition season at the end. You know, so like I'm with it. But that's where the college football playoff expansion actually will be okay because it's not watered down that much. But still, to your point, uh, yeah, this all is right. uh, well, let, where it all goes. Let's, I, let me guess what I'm going to guess what your first comment's going to be over the college football weekend. It's going to be my first. I know exactly where you're going to go with it. You this. could just do the segment, Pete. You could just guess what I'm going to say. What am I? What am I going to say? You had a. I'm guessing you had a tad bit of a problem with the way Alabama finished. Tried to close that game. Yes, for the second week in a row. So this is again, you know, two weeks ago against AM. Two weeks ago against AM, I'm like, he's not draining out the play clock. They left AM time. Sure, AM's last play on fourth down was ridiculous, yep. but they left AM enough time to win that game. If they were better at managing the clock, they wouldn't have. And then this week, you're not using, you know, you're not forcing Tennessee to call a timeout or drain it down to zero, whichever would have happened. And so Tennessee is left with a timeout. That's all they needed for Hennon Hooker to bring the balls down the field and to kick the eventual game-winning field. And what was a classic, by the way? Great Saturday of college football. One of the oh, best yeah. in recent memory between the Alabama-Tennessee game, the TCU-Oklahoma TCU, State, Utah and USC. It was phenomenal. But come on, man. Nick Saban, like, you're not doing very well with these things in consecutive weeks. Give me that much, Pete. You, oh, you power five and snob, you. I am a puff and an Alabama, you know, it's not a believer, but I'm not saying the guy's infallible. I will give him, well, there are two things. First of all, give Tennessee credit because yes. you never see that. I mean, in the NFL, if you give Patrick Mahomes 15 seconds, he can get that thing, you know, 60 yards down the field and, you know, get into field goal range. That doesn't happen in college where they had, what, 45 seconds left? Give and they were able to bing 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 down. That just that's that was an amazing run, and the kid hit the knuckleball. Uh, I will defend them on the first play because if Jameer Gibbs actually catches it, it was a perfect play call. Bryce Young hit Jameer Gibbs right in the flat. He catches that. They kick the field goal and they go home, and Alabama wins. Jameer Gibbs drops it. I won't dog him for that one. But you're right. The second play, that's where you run. And they mm-hmm. tried to throw again. Tennessee figured it out, dialed in the, the blitz, got to Bryce Young before he could get rid of the ball. And now you're making the kid make a bigger kick, which he usually does make. Uh, and you kept, left a little time on the clock. So I won't dog him too much on the first play, uh, but the second play, yes. But that's only like the final step in like 100,000 weird things that happened <laughs> in that game. <laughs> yeah, but that one sticks with you. And, and rightfully so. What, what, here's give... the other part that sticks is that that game in the, in the end of the day, Kind of doesn't matter. Okay, as much. so this is where you always come back to this because you. So let me ask you: What are you? If I ask you to power rank your top five college football teams now, what's Pete Futek's top five? 
in order. Oh, in terms of who the absolute best is at the moment, Ohio State, though, we, we all love Ohio State. A but ranking, Pete, look, like, a, like yeah. traditional rankings. What are your exactly. top five college football teams well, right now? Ohio State's one, but they still kind of have to prove themselves a little bit more than just beating Notre Dame. So I said Ohio State's probably number one. Georgia 1A, but I'll put them to two right now. Tennessee, I'll put them at three. You know, they, 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 they've earned that spot. Michigan, four. And I have UCLA until proven otherwise oh, up at five. That was going to uh, be my next question. Like, are we doing this for real with the yeah, Pac-12 teams? Really? We are. And we have to because here's the cra- all this stuff that's going on about, oh, oh the SEC is going to get three teams in. And, oh, it's – no, because look at – look, the SEC championship loser is probably out. And, I, and that Tennessee-Alabama game, as much fun as that was, doesn't really matter if they don't beat Georgia. So win or lose, if they lost this game, they could you know beat Georgia and keep rolling on. They won this game. They lose to Georgia – I don't know how they're in because Clemson's not losing twice. Clemson's going to be 12. And first of all, go under the, the assumption that the, that the college football playoff isn't going to break, break precedent. And they have yet to leave out a 12 and one or an undefeated power five conference champion. Clemson's not losing twice. That's going to be the 12 and one ACC champion, Ohio state or Michigan. You're going to have a big 10 champion. That's going to be at worst 12 and one, maybe 13 and zero. you're going to have an sec champion. You're going to have to take in. I'm saying, look, between USC, UCLA, and Oregon, I think Oregon's going to keep rolling along here. I think we're getting to get a 12-1 and Pac-12 uh, champion. That doesn't mean they're any good, though. I feel like we do this every year with the Pac-12, Pete. Where but it's like, go, but, 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 okay, I'll let, let, just, SEC stuff, go. let me just finish the thought of the Pac-12. I, think, I feel like we do this every year. We're like, pick, pick Team X. Maybe it's Utah. Maybe it's Oregon. Oregon's been a big favorite the last few years. Maybe it's UCLA. Maybe it's USC. And then when that doesn't work out, we go to another team. And then when that doesn't work out, we, we, end, up, we, end, we end up landing on one or two at the end. And it's like if if Tennessee was playing UCLA right now, like how much money would you bet on Tennessee? Like what would the line not, be? I'm not there. You're Look, not there. You're never there with the I, Pac-12. I know. I, I no, I no, I'm not there with the SEC. Like I am the ultimate SEC snob. You know this. You do not go broke by betting against Bama. You you go with the SEC whenever you have a chance. But they still have to kind of prove themselves overall. They look great against each other, but I'm not just going to just straight up assume that this UCLA team can't hammer away on somebody or Oregon can. The Oregon-Georgia game is going to be the outlier. It's going to stick in everyone's mind. Oh, man, look at that. Week one, yeah, I don't. I still think Georgia's better and wins that. But uh, no, I'm not going to just assume that the whoever this comes out of this Pac-12 thing at 12 and one can't hang with just about anybody else. But uh, I think when Georgia, that when they get there in this SEC and in the college football playoff, I think that's probably going to be the team to watch out for. The memory will erase, and we'll have this whole conversation again. Sorry, I had my microphone. And we'll have this whole conversation again next year. All right, real quick, because we only have 45 seconds. Your favorite bet or bets this weekend are? I hate this, but until Alabama proves otherwise, I mean, how are you giving up three touchdowns to anybody, including a team that's the best passing team in the country after what Tennessee did? I know Mississippi State's different. I know Alabama always rises up and just trucks whoever it is that comes into town after a big loss. But I'm st- and still, until you prove otherwise, that's a lot of points to be given away to Alabama right now. Okay, that's your favorite. Mississippi State plus the points. The fighting Mike Leach is Mississippi State against Alabama, who's got to really get it together. And Nick Saban's got to get it together, for goodness sake. Pete Futak, everybody. College Football News, collegefootballnews.com, at Pete, F-I-U-T-A-K, on Twitter. Thank you, Peter. We'll come back. Paul Sporer's thoughts 
on the baseball playoffs in full swing afternoon and night baseball tonight right here on the Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. And don't sleep, of course, on BetMGM Nevada. Because always a promotion, always something in the hopper. The king of sportsbook unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. Never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers. That's exclusive offers. Incredible experiences and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for Terms and conditions must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> Pardon me. Skill Alexander. Kelly Bidlin is here as well. Um, do we have tweets? I don't know. Did I read through all the tweets? We get tweets at beating the book. Ian McDonald has chimed in. He said, uh, Kelly's college power rankings look strikingly similar to my 22-month-old daughter's. And he shows us a visual of scribbling on a piece of paper. I don't want to know where, he, where how she got a hold of my notes <laughs> for the segment. Trevor Warwick. I can see baseball taking the basketball approach soon. Load management to keep pitchers fresh in the back half of the season. If I was the GM of the Dodgers, I'd consider giving starting pitchers a month off. Just rotate them. Uh, just uh, off. A, just rotate them. You know, off on months. With how easy it is to get in the postseason, they should blindly get in with subpar starting regular season pitching. That's Trevor Warwick's take on it. Blake uh, Pedney says, uh, talking about Nick Saban, rarely in situations where the game is that close, going down to the wire, less experience as a result, maybe his only weak spot as a head coach. Yeah, uh, uh, without question. Uh, on and on with the tweets. We appreciate all the feedback, uh, always at Beating the Book and Beyond on the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk some baseball again. Game five of the ALDS between the Guardians and the Yankees. This afternoon, and then the Padres and the Phillies game one of the NLCS this evening. It's Paul Spore from Fangraphs, and of course, the Sleeper in the Bus podcast, twitch.tv slash Spore at Spore on Twitter. How you doing, Paulie? Doesn't get better than this, man. I'm well, Gil. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not one of those crying about the playoffs and thinking that we have to change the format because <laughs> the top teams lost. This is pathetic. I'm sorry. The whole discourse is completely 
pathetic. Okay, so I have I have two questions for you. One, were yes. you listening? I was just talking about this. I'm not sure if you were listening before. Because two, I was going to ask you about this, and I already predicted that you were going to go the other way on this. So that is a correct prediction. But so I just want to, and, and I've said it too much already. I don't want to belabor it. But again, the the only difference here that I'm talking about, 162 games, right? No mm-hmm. other sport has that. Other sports have sure. 30 or 80 or 16 or 13, whatever it is, right? 162 games. This might be a moment in time, right? This might just be an anomaly where the last two years, you know, the teams that have won the most games get bounced early. But I'm yeah. just talking about the long-term viability of the sport, the sport that you love so much. Not mm-hmm. betting. Betting is fabulous. It's been great. I'm not talking about follow the money like Joe Sheehan does. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the long-term viability of the sport to it to it to really latch on and gain new fans. If those teams that are winning 107 and 108 games and 162 game schedule are bounced because of the nature of a format that is ever more volatile, isn't there something there that might be a net negative long term? I don't think so. Okay. Um, if anything, I think the volatility of it is going to add fans more than it's going to detract. Yes, the the fans of those those teams being bounced are going to be upset, but I I just I don't know that a couple big teams lose that we have to scrap the format. And I get that the regular season's long and all that. And maybe a change is coming there. I'm not necessarily for it. I love the everyday grind of the regular season. But playoffs, by their very nature, are volatile. If you don't want a playoff, uh, if you don't want volatility, don't have a playoff. It's that simple. Go the EPL route and and make the Dodgers the champion uh, of the season at the end of the year. You know, you you, you want to do like a president's trophy like the NHL? Nobody's going to care, I promise. As, as a Wings fan, and obviously I don't follow hockey the way I did it all when I lived in Detroit, but they would win the president's trophy and, and get bounced in the playoffs, and nobody gave a single crap about the president's trophy at that point. So I don't even think that that's an, a viable solution either. Again, if you don't want this, don't have a playoff. The one thing I can kind of uh, relent on is I'm fine moving the DS to seven games now that we have the three-game wild card thing, but I don't want all short series to go away. One of the dumbest things the NBA ever did was moving that first round from five to seven games. First off, there's like three contenders any given year in basketball, so they already had a problem with that because no. there's no volatility. But then changing that first round purely for money was so bad. There already weren't any upsets in that. So, again, I just don't know what we're trying to fix here because playoffs, by their very nature, are volatile. And if we just want the best I'll tell you what I'm trying to face. I'm trying to make it not be horse racing for future generations, right, or boxing, where we loved these sports when we were kids and and we loved baseball, and then, like, future Mm -hmm. generations are going to – You You think that's what's going to make them go away, though? I think boxing – I think everything they do is is inconsistent. So, in other words, I've used this line the last few years, the ever-growing chasm between the haves and the have-nots. So you have an economic system that has the big market teams paying all this money and, and getting better. And meanwhile, the other teams at the other end are getting worse. And so, the, the, again, the last couple of years, maybe it's only a two-year thing, but it's sort of, a, sort of been the last four years thing. You have 107 win teams, 108 win teams. And if you are simultaneously then making your postseason that much more volatile, the whole thing just seems off. And I just, wanna, I just think it's worth talking about for one day anyway. Well, you know? if those teams are losing, though, 
um, and, and it shows that they're vulnerable, doesn't that give the have-nots some, you know, saying like, hey, if I can get in the dance, I, I can disrupt. Right. Now, the one thing I would agree with that is a problem with the upsets is it could maybe encourage less spending, which right. owners are already trying to do that. And you don't necessarily want to encourage that. I'm pro, I'm pro labor. I want the players to get every every nickel they can. They deserve more than they're already getting, um, uh, compared to the owners, especially. But I just I don't know that we I don't know that the system is is completely broken because of because of a handful of no, upsets. I, might not I guess be. that's where I, I I I wind up. Might not be where I where I wind up. To your point about players, I've talked to a player this week. And he's like, oh, yeah, we want all the big market heavy spending teams to win the World Series because that will send the because message to the more. owners. Yeah. Right. That'll send a message to the owners that spending and giving us more money will result in World Series. And the last thing I'll say about this is there's a reason the NBA, Paul, used to have best of threes and they scrapped them. And they went to and they went to best of fives and they scrapped that and they're all best of sevens because they recognized that 82 games and to have a team all of a sudden go out in a best of three. There were best of threes when we were kids, uh, at least when I was a kid, maybe not when you were a kid. There were best yeah, of three. I don't remember best of yeah, three. Sorry, that, Gil. that existed. And so they recognized that yeah, we can't do this to fan base. But there weren't upsets with the best of fives. There were so few with the best of fives. I think they did that purely for money. Right, but imagine because they had the best NBA of already, the NBA already gets what they want every year, which is the same four or five teams in in the finals, in, in the semifinals and finals. But baseball kind of does too. Like we've got some decent volatility. I usually talk about how, you know, teams get into the playoffs, but look at Houston and LA. I think the grind of the regular season really only guarantees you a dance, a, a trip to the dance. You can't, you can't guarantee them world series. The only way you're really going to be able to do that as far as like these big spending teams is to cut the playoffs back. You want just the NL and AL winner to go right to the world series again. I, I'm not really interested in that. I'm not really interested in like, two teams from each uh, league going or four. I, I don't want to keep expanding the playoffs, but I don't necessarily need to go back to where the top teams have to have this built-in advantage. Yeah. The advantage is that you get in the dance. And once you get in the dance, things can happen. I mean, the, the Dodgers have made the playoffs 10 years in a row, six LCSs. What more do they need? Well, figure it, it out when when push comes to shove. Like I just I don't feel bad. Trevor Trevor losing. Warwick just on Twitter just had a great great point about it too. He's like, what if they realize, oh, it's, it doesn't take that much to get in the postseason. Now we'll just load manage our pitchers too. So there's there's a lot of moving parts. I don't want to belabor this anymore because we only have 90 seconds, and I want to get your plays for today. What do you? By the way, I think it's a great. I think it's a fascinating discussion. But what what do you like today? Are you playing both games? I'm sticking with the Guardians. Yeah, and yeah. I know that the the rain delay helps the Yankees because they get their bullpen uh, uh, freshened up a little bit more, and they got Cortez going. I'm still taking the Guards as a, as the heavy dog, uh, for sure there Let's because go. that was the team I picked from the beginning, and I'm I'm sticking with them. I think they got a great shot to win. It'll be a great game. I think the number's too big to be honest, but uh, absolutely sticking with the Guards there. And as far as the night game, I'm going with the Pods in this series, so I'm going to go with them in Game One too. This one's really close though with Wheeler Darvish. I'm really excited for this series. That's the thing too. I think part of the hand wringing takes away from the Phillies and the Padres and how good those teams are. Yes, they were markedly worse than them in the regular season. And I, I understand that. I grant that. But I, I don't look at on uh, at these teams on paper, these four teams, the Phillies, Padres, yeah. and the two that they beat, and say that they're that markedly worse. I really don't believe that to be the case when you look at the talent. Well, we're, we're aligned on the picks today and on the series bets, that's for sure. Thank you, Paul. Always fun. 
Thanks, Gil. Take care. Paul Sporer, everybody. Our pro tip of the hour. Got to wedge that in. We had a lot to choose from today. Uh, when betting NBA futures or games within the season, keep in mind different team goals for the season. Some looking ahead to the playoffs all year. Some looking to keep certain guys healthy. And some looking to get younger players major minutes. Drew Dinsick on that. It's a pro tip for the hour. Pro subscribers only. VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. The Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from VEASAN, the sports betting network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.